Several years ago, in the small town of Riodosa, New Mexico, I think it's called Ruidoso. I say Riodosa, but it's called Ruidoso. Dude, it's New Mexico. Does anybody even care about New Mexico? It doesn't matter. Anyways, so my wife and I and several friends were in uh, New Mexico. Ruidoso, Ruidoso, it doesn't matter. And we enter a small tattoo shop. Now, my wife, to my surprise, at the time seemed open to the idea of donning a tattoo. It, was, it would be her first one. Now, I had been wanting her to get inked up for a while, so I was pretty pumped about the idea. I think tattoos are sexy on, on ladies. I was like super cool. I was like, yes, Lauren, you need to get a tattoo. And it was that tattoo that ended up being the catalyst for this podcast. Hello, friends, and welcome to How to Be 40, my podcast that attempts to delineate what it means to transition from juvenile thinking and behavior to genuine maturity. The U.S. Department of Agriculture is the federal executive department responsible for developing and executing federal laws related to farming, forestry, rural economic development, and food. It connects to commercial farming and livestock food production, promotes agricultural trade and production, works to assure food safety protects natural resources, fosters rural communities, and works to end hunger in the United States and internationally. Can you tell that I just copied and pasted that? Yeah, I would have never been able to come up with that on my own. Child nutrition programs, food stamps, and a meat and poultry hotline all find themselves under this agricultural umbrella. However, for this episode, I don't really care about child nutrition, food stamps, or a cow and chicken meat hotline. I wonder what you would hear when you called the cow and chicken hotline. Hmm. We should try that. Get with me and we'll talk about that number. But here I want to focus on the forest service side of the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Now, if you go to the USDA, now remember, Department of Agriculture, USDA, not Drug Administration. If you go to the USDA website and dig deep enough into it, you'll find a page dedicated to advising would-be hikers on what to do if they find themselves in unfamiliar territory with no sense of direction and unsure of where to go. So if you've got Bocephus and Betty Bop and they're going to go hiking and they, have, they end up don't, just getting lost, having no idea where they are, hopefully they've gone to the U.S. Department of Agriculture and checked out the should-dos. But you don't have to go there I'm going to tell you what it says. According to the wisdom of the U.S. Department of Agriculture, if you get lost, you should, quote, as soon as you realize you may be lost, stop, stay calm, stay put. Panic is your greatest enemy, end quote. Let me reemphasize that. If you ever find yourself hopelessly lost in unfamiliar territory with no sense of direction, don't panic, because panicking will only make things worse. Stop and stay calm. I really, really like that advice. That is like super rad advice. About 18 months ago, my life took an unexpected turn. And it was one of those situations where I deliberately took a fork in the road. You know, you, know, you come up with a decision. And I was moving toward what I thought was one thing, and it ended up being something completely different. It was a bait-and-switch scenario. We've, we've all experienced a bait and switch, right? In this particular case, it wasn't anyone's fault. It wasn't anything malicious. It's just one of those things that happened. 
And I know that all of you have experienced this to some degree, right? You, I don't know, you drove to an event, you hung out with somebody, you attended a party, you got into a group, you did something, but what you experienced was very different from your expectations, right? It happens. Well, that's what happened to me, but on a, what I'm going to call a life-altering scale. And recently, in this forest of life that seems so unfamiliar without a sense of direction and not knowing the correct course of action, not knowing where to go, quite honestly, it's tempting to panic, right? You don't know what to do. And I know that, beyond any doubt, that sometimes you have felt or currently feel just as lost in this crazy place as I, I do, right? It's just part of it. But what do we do when we're lost? Let me rephrase that. Because what we do do, my, my son would chime in and say, ha ha, you said do do. What we do do and what we should do are very different things, right? So I should say, what should we do when we're lost? What action should we take when our decisions or even the decisions of others seem to have entrenched us in mud or immobilized us. One answer as the ideal appropriate action or the source of information on how to act comes from song lyrics. I dig song lyrics. Dude, I've been listening. I shouldn't say this, but I've been listening to a song called Duality by Slipknot a lot lately. I know I shouldn't do that. Christians don't do that. It's really rad. But anyways, okay, it doesn't matter. That's not, we're not going to go to Slipknot for advice on what to do here. Instead, we're going to go to some lyrics from the Psalms. That's right. I don't know if you knew this, but the book of Psalms, like in the Hebrew Bible or the Old Testament, the Christian Bible, it's just lyrics. So there's supposed to be music that goes with it. Like, uh, I'm sure it's like thrash metal or something like that. But anyways, let's go to it. If you go to Psalms chapter 46, verse 10, it reads, he says, quote, be still and know that I am God, end quote. Now, by the way, when it reads, he says, the he is referring to God himself. And be still is the two words that my wife, uh, that was her tattoo in that crappy little, uh, in that crappy state of New Mexico. Anyways, great tattoo, great meaning, crappy state. In all seriousness, you've really got to consider what comes before that verse or those lyrics to really understand what it's saying. So I can say, I could read that to you. I say, oh, well, he says, be still and know that I'm God. But that doesn't paint a whole picture. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to back up a verse. And I want you to really listen to the lyrics or the verse, if you will, that precedes that one section. Quote, come and see what the Lord has done. The desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God, end quote. That's freaking rad. Now, the desolations he has brought on the earth, desolations there is used to talk about the clearing out, the clearing of. But what does that mean exactly? He makes wars end? He breaks bows and shatters spears? What, what, is, what is he getting at? I'll tell you exactly what that means. It means that he, the big man, has the power to protect you. He has the means to engulf you in safety. It means that the weapons, be them anxiety, depression, worry, lies, fear, others trying to keep you down, people gossiping about you, all those efforts 
he has the ability to cause them to fail, to break them, to clear them out. He will break the dark emotions that the enemy tries to use against you and shatter the words of others trying to destroy your character. When I said the enemy, some people cringe when, when, when people say the enemy. The enemy, they're like, oh, my gosh, it's superstition. No, listen, I'm convinced this may sound a little bit off point. I'm convinced that if someone doesn't clearly realize that there is an evil, a darkness, an enemy, whatever you want to call it. If you're into Lord of the Rings, you might call it the shadow. If you don't believe there is something dark that is woven in and out of just about everything we do, then I think there's a severe lack of awareness of what's going on. And many of you know how real that is because you have been the target of these, quote, bows and spears, right? You have been a target of this enemy that I'm speaking of. So what should we do when these wars are being waged against us? What action should we take? Should we worry? I contend no. I contend we should chill the F out. We should calm the F down. What action should we take? None. None at all. Because panic is our enemy. Anxiety, our downfall. We should stop. Breathe. A small eight-word lyric in a 3,000-ish year-old manuscript counsels us. And the ideal way in a way similar to what the U.S. Department of Agriculture suggests we do when we are hopelessly lost. When we've taken the wrong path, when we find ourselves in unfamiliar territory, for whatever reason, for however long, the suggestion is simple. The wisdom is there. Stop. Don't panic because fear will only make the situation worse. Be still and know that he is God. I'm Noah Dean. Thanks for listening.